0: What's up, audience? Welcome to Chuckin' Around. This is the first episode. I'm here with some of my close friends from MSU. Andrew Kroll, Maximati, Joey Lopez, Bryce Rich, Bryce left, but uh, I'm going to give them all a little intro here. Well,
1: Chuck, thanks for having me out today. Uh, Nothing I'd rather be doing on a nice Friday afternoon here in East Lansing. If you couldn't tell by now, I'm Andrew Kroll, one of uh, Chuck's closest friends. Possibly the closest friend. I am Debatable. A, I'm a supply chain management major in the Broad College of Business here at Michigan State, and I
2: am a graduating senior. Uh, my name is Max Amati. I'm also a supply chain major in the Broad College of Business. Uh, I'm not as good of friends with Charlie as Crow is, but I consider him pretty close, but I would never take that best friend spot away from Crow.
3: Um, hi, everybody. My name is Joe Lopez. I'm a senior in the electrical engineering program here at MSU, and I've known Charlie since seventh grade.
0: Will we go back.
3: I'm Bryce Rich, 21 years old. I'm a junior at Michigan State University, studying marketing in the Eli Broad College of Business, and I've also known Charlie Moore since the seventh grade.
0: All right. All right. Great start, guys. Just, uh, just, you know, how's everybody doing today?
2: Wait, did you guys. When did middle school start for you? Sixth grade? I moved to Michigan from Toledo, Ohio, going into seventh grade. And yeah. why, do you, why did you know Charlie in seventh
3: grade? We... Because, well, I was in seventh grade, he was in sixth.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Well, he
0: was in eighth, and then me and Bryce uh, joined the school at the same time in seventh grade, we both. But did he. Did he...
2: middle school at first?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: No.
1: Wow. It's crazy how time flies, especially when you're with your closest friends. Oh, yeah. That's true.
0: You know, but... speaking of how times have changed, <laughs> um, how do you think media and society uh, have been affecting each other? What what forces the other to change? You know, does technology and media force society to change? Such as, like, did Instagram, you know, chicken versus the egg?
1: I was about to say, we could play the whole chicken versus the egg argument all day long. Um, I don't think it has to be like that. I think... The media itself is more of a representation of society as a whole. I don't think it's truly a direct consequence or um, some sort of causal type situation. Um, So that's where I'd at least put my opinion. Um, But I'd love to open up the floor to anyone else who'd like Uh, to contribute.
2: I would agree with Krell. I think the media kind of acts as a pseudo voice of society and reflects more of I think what society wants to be or what it thinks it is rather than what it truly is. So you get these outlets and these media places fighting over everything Mm. and trying to push certain ideals when it's based on like what we wish we were, although we're not. We wish we were more inclusive. We wish we weren't, you know, racist and everything, but, you know, we are.
1: That's not the truth. Yeah. American media has been rather. Idealized as of late, yeah. Setting insane standards and in all sorts of fields, um, you know. There's a high beauty standard now because of all the pictures and videos that we see. You're
3: right, Crow. The media telling me what do I need to be upset about? What do I need to be happy about? What do I need to put my efforts toward? What do I need to not say anymore? What do I need to start saying? Yeah, I think it's a little absurd that nowadays we let a two-dimensional screen tell us how we're supposed to think. I agree. I agree. It's very stressful. Yeah. It's a it stressful, stressful environment.
1: Stressful. Well, why are we told to only care about certain conflicts, such as the war in Ukraine, when there's been political instability in Central America for decades? Decades. You know, why do
0: they? Pick That's a bit too. It's an easier. Permit? It's an easier
2: problem, crow. It's a much easier problem to say Putin bad than to try and go in. explain and a whole nother explain a systematic going on. Yeah. issue in Central America, you know what I mean? It's easier and it's easy to make money off of. I think my biggest problem with the media is when they try to make money off and profit from it. They do profit and profit here. off us. For example, someone like The Proud Boys, I just watched a, a good documentary on HBO Max on uh I love that. And one, uh, that a, that one cool. of the main takeaways was that um, a lot of these organizations that try and sway people one way or the other, whether it be you no know, Proud Boys on the right or like Antifa on the left, it's just they're all just trying to make a buck. They're t-shirt companies. They don't give a, give a fuck about you. Oh and, you
0: yeah.
2: Know? So I don't know. I've yeah.
0: I've watched that podcast and like in the interview, um, before they like either rush the capital or cause some sort of... Our, Bryce is exiting. He's got things to do. We love you, Bryce. We Bye. love you, Bryce. Anyway. Um, all right. right
2: before...
0: Oh, the the merch, yeah. I, like, right before the, the entire group that he instigated, like, all got arrested for, like, crazy misdemeanors, he, like... The Proud Boys guy got arrested for, like, a significantly less...
2: Yeah.
0: Or, like, not as bad thing, and then couldn't be a part of the event. So now when they try to put a name to the main person that, like, helped cause those riots or between Antifa and the Proud Boys or whatever, they can't put an, uh, a name to a person. Yeah, it's like... Because right he's before, like, oh, I wasn't there. I didn't instigate it. Right
2: before they, like, rushed the Capitol, which is, like, <coughs> a huge... You know, crime, He burns a flag in the street and then gets arrested by a cop,
0: and then somehow isn't there for the Capitol riot, but started it all. Started the chat bots, amped everybody up, and then claims it's a joke
2: now. I think it just goes back to how doesn't. You know, nobody really cares about anybody else. Society doesn't care. The media, as a reflection of society, doesn't care. Nobody cares about you. You know. Yeah. No one cares, man. Kind of sad. You know what? You know what, Crow though? Some people do care. You're friends.
1: That's why I love I care friends. about you Crow. That's why we're here. That's yeah. why we're here. We're all here sitting on a couch together hanging out. Helping no one, Charlie out. No one's forcing us yeah. to be here. We just choose to hang out with each other.
4: Yeah.
1: If hanging out was a sport, we'd probably be in the major major league.
2: Oh, Post it up. They're posting up. We're first round picks. We're first yeah.
1: round picks, yeah. We're possibly so hang sessions.
0: Jolly, you don't agree? You don't agree? No, no, You guys are all
1: swell
3: people that be like around, you know? <laughs> uh, well Jolly, thank
1: you. I like to think of myself as a, as a peachy individual.
0: Yes, yes. Yes. When's the last time <clears throat> you guys have read a book or a newspaper? Like a physical copy? Oh
1: well. I- I do quite particular, ago,
0: particularly do enjoy
1: indulging into the literature. I was recently uh, reading several excerpts from War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy.
2: Oh, yeah. Was, I have that book in my car.
1: I aim to finish the Iliad and the Odyssey by the end of the month, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Did I, you not
2: read the Odyssey in middle Crow, school? Yeah, Crow's being pretentious, but...
1: I just like to think there's so much to learn from ancient literature, you know? History... <laughs> History repeats itself, and there's certain trends and tropes that...
2: Give me a takeaway from the Odyssey. He hasn't read it yet. He hasn't read
1: it yet. Yeah, but he I, hasn't read that
4: yet. I definitely haven't on it. Because um, I've also
2: been reading, but yes. I have not been airing it out like some people.
4: Well, Inclusive. I consider
1: myself uh, an enjoyer of the finer arts. <laughs> uh, I consider myself a renaissance man, actually. Many people have said this, too,
2: Crow has a uh, poster of the School of Athens by Raphael. Yeah, and he also has, what's uh, the Leonardo da Vinci, like the Divine Man? Oh. What's that called? You got it hanging up.
0: Yeah. yeah well, but oh, like, oh the, like his illustration of the, the, the guy. yeah, the human. It's like the first
2: what's ever. What's it? it
3: called, like Adam? Yeah, Something like that. Oh, actually, I think he did call it Consider that. yourself a, a, a a connoisseur of the of the arts and yet you can't even tell me what the poster is that you oh, have I used to computer. know it then I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it.
0: Sounds like similar to how media tends to play a certain role. You yourself plays a certain role. Yes. I don't think I really play much of a role. I think
1: I'm pretty true to myself at the end of the day. Any of my friends will tell you the same. Mm. I don't really fold, I don't really bend, I stick true to what is I feel is right in my heart.
2: Pro, mm. I, I asked you this, though. How much of this, you know, intellectual behavior that you claim to participate in, are you doing out of the pleasure of it? Or are you doing it to appear, you know, more artsy? I'm definitely not. Maybe, maybe. definitely
1: no facade whatsoever. <laughs> there's, there's certainly no facade. And I'm definitely not trying to impress people. <laughs> it's uh, more because
3: I enjoy the finer things in life. As a true renaissance man. Very interesting. Interesting point you bring up. I would agree, though, that there's a lot to learn from classical literature. Recently, actually not so recently, I stopped reading it, but the most recent book that I read was probably a couple months ago, and I started reading The Republic by Plato. Mm, yes, I'm familiar. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting <laughs> reflection of the way that the Greeks viewed how the Republic should work, mm. you know, and, and I think that the, the polarization that the media has created nowadays mm. is, is is tough. You know, it's 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 a, it's 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 going away from that original idea of the of the idea of the republic. Was, how,
2: how do you uh, you?
1: I, I was just going to say, well, the speed at which information flows now which is just yeah. absurd. It creates these 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 volumetrically complicated situations because of how fast data and information can travel. I could take a video of you right now. And, send it to someone on the other side of the world within five seconds, which uh, really kind of shows how detrimental like, the media can be when used the wrong way. You know, one mistake and your life can be over.
2: Some of, uh, some of these guys that are getting drafted have like crazy hot sisters, like a lot of them.
0: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I what
0: you Personally, I think that uh, if you're uh, siblings with a NFL athlete, chances are you probably have pretty good genes in your family. So uh, I, I don't think that's a terrible assumption.
1: I think your argument is entirely rudimentary and honestly barbaric I <laughs> oh, yeah. myself am looking for, <laughs> I'd say, a Yale woman. Uh, I definitely won't sell for
0: a But uh, <laughs> I'll just turn into your taste <laughs> of women. <laughs> This is very
3: objective. Well, honestly, kind of sickening well, for a man that was, studies woman studies. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: talking about the fine arts, and then you guys <laughs> brought up a woman, and I explained my process for
0: seeking a mate. Well, weird. Intelligence. Weird. Well, yeah. Well, Max brought up how some attractive. of the draft picks from the NFL have hot siblings. Ob-
2: objectively attractive is what I'm saying. Yes. Not yeah. that I'm crazily attracted to them, just they are, I happen to be. Well,
1: I. Uh, I'm particularly more interested in a woman of a higher class than just looks alone, but I'm sure there's some farm girl out there that will satiate your needs.
3: (laughs) All right. (laughs) It is quite interesting you bring up the attractiveness of the people, though, because you you never think about it until they show you it on the media, right? The whole coverage of it is they give you coverage of the family. But, you know, what's interesting is there's a lot of people that I don't see with their siblings. In their coverage. You know, it's no. um, it's interesting that they don't choose to put those people on. Have you,
2: have you, did you watch uh, Hard Knocks?
3: I did. Yeah. Did you
2: see how they had Aiden Hutchinson's family who has, you know, his sisters, like Miss Michigan, like mm-hmm. everything. They're a rich family. They put them up in a box. <clears throat> and then they had Amon Ross a. Brown's family down in like the nosebleeds. That's where they sat him. Wait, why? I
3: don't know. Because he's um, the golden boy. The media chooses who and picks and yeah. prods who they want to be shown. Number, up front.
2: yeah, do number two, them. number two pick. Um, who do you think is like
1: that here at Hillcrest? Who do you think our golden boy is? Hillcrest is is the house we all
0: live in together. Oh, yes. For reference,
1: Charlie, I think you're the golden boy. I think the media takes takes a liking to you.
0: Really? Yes. I consider the opposite.
3: I would actually say, Crow, you're the golden boy. Mm Yeah. Um, Particularly, I'd ask you, uh, can you give me one takeaway from the book that you did read?
1: Yes. (laughs) You may be a
3: little synopsis of what it's about. Uh, I was doing some light reading a couple weeks ago on... uh... (laughs)
0: On Lord of the Flies. <laughs> oh, no, no,
3: no, you talked earlier in this podcast why, about a classic Why so many book. like
0: middle school books? Can we, a Little pause here. Lord of the Flies, The Odyssey. This is oh, classic like, American literature. This Fresh is Amer- American literature. Well, I mean, yeah, the, but like freshman year, oh God, you're that reading time. this. Why? Did know. you do you feel like you didn't get enough out of it back right, during right. that I just time? I like
1: think there's lessons to be learned when you go back and peruse the works of of Hemingway and Hemingway. Stoy. You know, or what's Hemingway. what's
2: one
0: thing? What's Hemingway? one way Hemingway wrote other than the Old Man in the Sea? Ten
1: thousand leagues
3: under the sea.
0: We're gonna we're gonna fact check it real <laughs> I quick. I don't
3: know if Hemingway wrote that or not.
0: Ten thousand leagues under the sea. Oh my. G- Novel by Julius Verne. You've been you've been caught.
3: Oh, you've been caught! It must have slipped my mind. But, <laughs> you know, you know. There's there's something to be said, though. I mean, he's choosing to reread these works that are typically taught in public schools. Did you think the public school system is what made you not learn them in the first place?
1: Mm, yes. Well, when you put it like that, I do see how you could find some correlative substance there. I think the public schools that I at least attended were of the utmost standard and would even rival private preparatory. Schools such as your own fine ooh, academy, yeah, we
3: are getting a little bit off topic here. We're still talking about books and media, yeah.
0: But well, media society, and then uh, I was uh, I was curious to see who's read a newspaper or a physical book recently. Well, okay. and now that we've gone over Mr. Crowell's yes, I've read so many, I can literature. not forget, I forget yeah. them all. So, I think let's. I was going to shift to ask you: Do you consume most of your news and books online then? Mm-hmm. If you haven't read them as a physical copy,
2: yeah, I Or where that.
0: do you do most of your reading? Not oh. just you, Mister Crow, but everyone.
2: I think uh, most of my news actually comes from Snapchat and the little stories. That's where I get a lot of my my news. Really? news. The stories or Instagram. It's pretty much it. Yeah,
3: it's, a, it's very similar to myself. Is I, I get I deleted uh most of my social medias recently but i still have facebook and that's how i consume a lot of the news that i mm. yeah. uh,
0: <clears throat> quick pause there i'm gonna take a take a little bit out of that mm. how has it been excluding certain types of social media from your life
3: well it's been
0: do you uh, prefer it out of your life or, or do you have you seen benefits
3: i think there's your
0: experience
3: well i'd actually say that yeah that there it's it's nicer to not not be as addicted to your phone but i did notice once i did delete the social medias i i go on facebook now significantly more more than you used to significantly more than i used to
0: so it's kind of like a a weighted balance then you take off one the other rises
3: yeah pretty very yeah you actually hit the nail on the head with that yeah um it's. I would enjoy deleting. I think all of it, but in today's day and age, to stay connected with my relatives, you can't. I can't. You know, like a, I have required. relatives across country, and mm-hmm. and it's tough for me to, to 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 get rid of that entirely. I also
2: want to keep up appearances too. You know. I don't want to be that, think, that one idiot not there. I was
3: just
0: about to say that. No, yeah. no. I think a bigger thing nowadays, too, is it's rude if you don't respond to someone on social media. Oh, it's no. rude if you don't acknowledge when someone posts something on social Mitch, media.
2: Mitch sends me an absurd amount of Instagram reels, but <laughs> I, I don't respond to him because it's too much. It's too much. He sends me about eight a day, <clears throat> at least. <clears throat> it's absurd. I don't know. I deleted TikTok, because I think TikTok was by far the worst. Because that, you don't mm-hmm. even like pick. Instagram Explore page, at least you kind of like pick and choose mm-hmm. which one. TikTok is just a, you know, no options. You just scroll, scroll, scroll. That's why
1: I am a fan of certain platforms such as Facebook, which has streamlined the process to show you things that you're interested in by joining groups or communities. Um, Reddit has a very similar oh. feature with uh, subreddits, so you only subscribe to certain things that you're interested in, so this way you can kind of control the narrative that is uh, projected upon to you. I, myself, am an avid member of several subreddits and several Facebook groups, um, and I overall rate my experience very custom, customized and mm. unique to my own personality, so I can tailor the media that I consume yes
4: yeah right. oh it's
0: fun. actually let me pause right there it's funny we we have this uh link here it says you're a you're a member of the minions facebook group yes could you, <laughs> could, you could you enlighten the rest of the group on why you uh indulge in the minions facebook group well, as i said minions right. from the mo- from the movie minions or Minions or Isaac grew or Despicable Me well, just for yeah. reference as
1: a man of higher academia uh, a man of fine arts a truly renaissance man if you will I do like to in, indulge myself on certain things and uh, like I was saying with the Facebook groups there's certain communities that you can become a part of and one particular one I like is Minion memes um, I, I think those little those little goobers are quite honestly hilarious <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot. Go I agree. I agree. I cannot go a day without consuming some some form of minion meat. Well,
2: Sometimes we just need a, a little break from all the heavy stuff in the world. Right, a little pick me up. little well, minion. I well. have
0: heard too that you speak minion.
1: Well, I, I, I speak several things, including Latin.
4: Um, you
2: speak Latin. <laughs> Can we get can we get a little
1: taste of some minion? Yeah, as a man of higher academia, I'd really like to learn. from you. I guess I could. Let me make sure I'm speaking clearly into the mic.
4: <laughs> so, what the hell? was that,
1: What did you just say? That was amazing. I just spoke minion. Um, so I picked it up a couple of years ago, and I never really got it out of my head something i i can do i am sorry i'm very overstimulated today i'm getting distracted by things charlie please keep speaking
0: no worries no worries we, we've jumped around a few topics but it's good it's good um so piggybacking off of the you know do you do you read books as a physical copy or do you read them online how did you used to listen to music or when you first listened to music and how do you listen to it now did you listen to it off your iPod with multiple playlists, or well, did you have some sort of well, jam box? Thank you for asking. Um, I
1: I think one of the biggest revolutions in listening to music has been cloud streaming services such as Spotify, so that regardless yeah. of which device I had, I always had access to the same account and the same songs. Yeah. You know, I can go in my car, go in my computer, I can go on my phone, I can go on my Xbox, like Damn well, please. Honestly, I use my
0: Xbox and PlayStation a lot. For my Xbox kind of messes it up
2: though; like it, it plays it really quiet.
0: Oh, really? I don't know why. I also software, kind of like, hardware thing. My weird tastes of music
1: are too stuff. are too scattered to really make playlists. So a lot of times I'll just shuffle my liked songs, yes. or I'll if, if I find a song I like, I'll start a radio for it and listen to other um, songs that are similar uh, on on the, on the streaming device. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I tend to only use streaming services for music now, even podcasts as well. Spotify has become like a hub for all music and all sort of podcasts. It's anything that anything that you listen to, you can get on Spotify. It's way better than Apple Music,
2: yeah. especially now that it's got you know Joe Rogan. Do it. we have any Apple Music users in here? Tyson seems
0: Tyson?
1: Well, another special guest, Tanner. Another thing that I. That I quite often frequent when listening to music is SoundCloud, which is a more uh, underground
0: version of uh, Oh yeah. SoundCloud. I used to be a big SoundCloud user in high school. So I
2: don't I don't use SoundCloud, I use uh you know Musy? No. That's what like is Musy? It's it's something that just rips rips everything off YouTube oh, off YouTube for free. But
0: like like And you but know, you can still
2: like it's like YouTube Like
0: plagiarized YouTube. or like uh it's legal like to have access to it.
2: I don't think it's really that legal, but it's legal enough the way it works. Well, and it's so, not your fault. You're not the one not committing fault. the crime. You're just, yeah. That's how I get my mixes, you know, when I want to listen to, like, a mix. Anything at the gym, like all the hard style stuff, I go to Musi for. or unreleased. Musi? Do
0: you think it has so- better playlists than Spotify would?
2: No. No, I mean, Spotify. No, but
0: not nice. your own Spotify playlist, but, like, the one Spotify would recommend to you. Hmm. You know how Spotify, it's like, you like some the ones you've been playing. I would say no. You'd rather go to Musee for playlists?
2: No, no, not at all. I mean, the only reason I use Musee is because it just rips it off YouTube, and you can put a lot of stuff on YouTube that can be, uh, that won't make it in in Spotify, because of copyrights. Mm. So you can do mixes, and it'll all be free, but on Spotify, you can't do that. So that's why I use it. They make money, the way it works is you get ads though, but the ads don't interrupt the music, they just like pop up. Well,
1: when you put it like that, I do see how a more barbaric individual such as yourself could call
3: for such devices. Let's uh, take the interpersonal hostilities out of this discussion. We're trying to remain civil. Yeah.
0: Also, the audience yeah, is correct. struggling to understand your guys' little beef that you're having in the middle of this. So, well, Let's try to keep it PG. Truly no beef. I mean, there's a little bit of back and forth that's been going on. No, yeah, well, I'm just presenting, myself <laughs> as, <laughs> presenting
1: myself as I normally would. I, I would hope to address the audience in any way that they may feel that we're in a hostile environment. Oh, it's not hostile.
0: Mm. We're just chucking around. We are just chucking around. <laughs> <We're gonna chuckle. laughs> we also have the draft muted on in the background. It's just doing highlights right now because it's three hours. But
1: I could have been there by now. Actually, this would have been my draft year, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's crazy how time if flies. If you were, uh, if you played football, you would been in the draft. Well, you had that
3: catastrophic knee. In there. I had that
1: catastrophic <laughs> leg injury. <so laughs> oh my be god. Be what happened again? Well, me and some of my other finer class gentlemen were hanging out up north and riding off-road vehicles, ORVs for short, and we got into a Polaris Ranger and did not put on our seat belts, and we decided to drift it like the good old country boys that we are, and all of a sudden it flipped and I fell out and the roll cage of the Polaris Ranger fell onto my leg, crushing it.
0: That actually sounds calm.
1: Harsh. Oh, uh, it was extremely gruesome. When was this? This was right before my freshman year started. And then, since we were in the middle of nowhere, I had to get driven in my buddy's, the back of my buddy's car to a hospital, and they took me to a, a bigger hospital to perform surgery. All the while, they were pumping me full of medical grade fentanyl. But uh, what doesn't kill you it makes you stronger, so overall,
0: 6 out of 10 experience. 6 out that- of 10? Mm-hmm. You liked it more than you disliked? It was. Injuring yourself? It was kind of, it was kind of funny.
3: Crow. It's very yeah. interesting that a, a number of high-class individuals such as yourself would not be wearing seatbelts in this endeavor. It seems yeah. entirely dangerous endeavor. No, I
1: think seatbelts are restrictive and oppressive regulation, just <laughs> honest, by the federal
3: government.
2: Crow, well, I, uh... Restrictive
3: and oppressive?
2: The seatbelt is restrictive. <laughs> and oppressive. I would impressive. say
3: that's a little excessive to well, this kind when of I, simple seatbelt. It's made well, to save your life. Some of that, yeah, it saves millions uh, of maybe, lives. maybe if you had yours on, you wouldn't have gotten your leg crushed. Well, you ever think about that? Then you it, the NFL drive. I already find
1: it asinine that I have to prove to the DMV that I'm competent enough to drive a piece of metal that I already bought with my own money. Why should I forego any more of my rights upon entry of my own vehicle?
2: Well, obviously you were you were not as the accident happened.
1: Well, I made a de- I made a safe, informed decision to not wear a seatbelt. It was
3: not a very safe in- decision. And, or I, you could argue that it's not very and informed. And I either. paid
1: the consequences for it. Overall, six out of ten experience. You know, I like to think that in my perfect world, a society is ruled by morals and individualistic ethics. I don't need someone to tell me or punish me when I do wrong, I believe the consequences of it will occur organically. As such, in my situation... Do you believe in karma, Then didn't wear my seatbelts. Is that what I you're saying? I broke my life. You're saying you're a Buddha? I don't know what I believe in, Charlie. Actually, I
0: believe in a pagan god. I don't either. No, you don't. Okay, let's relax. All right. For the podcast listeners, he's smiling, laughing right now. He identifies as a prophet. Let's, but let's humor <laughs> him. What pagan god have you been following? Yeah. Xerxes. Xerxes? Yep. Yeah. What does Xerxes do? What is the, he the god of? Oh, well, you're a little bit too low class to find out. Oh, Xerxes, I'm, I'm too demon. low class
2: to find out. Yeah. <laughs> the let's, fucking...
0: let's do a quick internet search because he won't tell us. Cause... Is
2: he even a god? I think he was just a... I'm pretty sure he's just a, a Persian demon. Just a Persian king.
0: Xerxes the first. Persian ruler. Yeah.
2: He wasn't a god. He was Xerxes a the guy. first
0: was a Persian ruler who served as the fourth king of the kings well, of the Achaemenid Empire Bolivian reigning from 486 BC until you his assassination in 465 BC. Uh, what to the he was born he was the son of Darius. Wait. Growth. Is it the 300 guy? Yes. Yeah he's from 300. Yeah and
2: that movie sucks bro. Don't ever watch that movie. It's a total lie. They They paint Persians out to be some these grotesque monsters. True. When and like almost like zombies. Almost birds, zomb, right? Where there's then, so many yeah. of them and they just swarm yeah. like the, And they're they're all in gold and like their main <laughs> guy is this like demon and it's like, what the hell? Like this is a society that Did you- outlawed slavery. Outlawed slavery. Are you kidding me? Back then?
0: Yeah, and then they're highlighting the yeah. You know the why? 300 Spartans yeah. as a as a great yeah. race even though they beat on their kids and they would kill they would abort societies. their kids if they weren't it strong enough or if they had mental disabilities well, nice. Sparta
2: was not a good society it
1: sounds like you're letting your personal allegiances get in well, the way maybe, of but still, conversation. what
2: do you
0: mean by that personal allegiances well no.
2: I am I am of the race of the main villains in that movie but I think it's interesting that uh, when was that movie released? Out of curiosity, I'll look it up. I'll I'll look that it up. Twenty Twenty ten.
0: I'm yeah, guessing yeah. It's, it's twenty something. Bad. Uh, three hundred. Release. It's gotta be early movie. March 9th, two thousand and seven. Much,
2: much after the event. That's pretty damn close. Two thousand
0: ten is pretty close, guys.
2: Much after the events of September eleventh, two thousand and one, and by that time the media. Had demonized the Middle East, so it was very easy to play into that. And where people, you have this Middle Eastern bad guy, and then you have this these white heroes, and then you have that battle, and then it's only it's three hundred versus thousands. First of all, those numbers are skewed, and it's it's very exaggerated. There's also like four thousand other troops besides Spartans there. The
1: price you pay to spread democracy. Hmm. What?
4: I don't really stop, understand. Stop, stop I talking. I don't really like understand how that is. Like an astute scholar rather. and just speak <laughs> in normal English. <laughs> well, Charles,
1: I'm here. I'm a guest on your show. I hope you treat me as such. Okay, you can speak
3: however
0: you would I, like. You know, I'm,
3: I'm glad that you're speaking as, as your true self, but I, I'm still failing to see how that comment, the, the, the democracy comment, is very relevant to the... To the I think... I think Tom what he thing. was saying was that
0: it was worth it to spread democracy. There you go. To put it simply, it was worth it to vilify the whole Persian Empire. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm just you're saying from the Romans' perspective, it was a small price to pay to spread democracy. Well, yes. There you go. Romans, Greeks, or whatever you want to call it. There we go. Right. Okay. Right. There you go. Okay. <laughs> A lot of hostility in the room now, I can tell you that.
3: <laughs> I don't... cut the tension with a knife people.
1: Maybe we should get a couple drinks out. You know, really smooth over the mood. I myself am a fan there. The things in life, so wine, cheese. Maybe Nuts.
0: You make. If there was a charcuterie board, would I'd... you prefer these Pepper Jack Cheez Its?
1: Well, it may not be a charcuterie board, but I will take your Pepper Jack Cheez-Its. Yes, yes,
0: get them open. I, uh, I wanted sorry. to open them myself, but...
1: Um, I actually, we got to wait a
0: second. Ah, uh, uh, yes, 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 of course. But uh, Mouthwash.
1: Please, please, thank you.
0: Yeah, well. All right. I've been waiting to ask this question. I think it's going to be the most exciting topic of the cast. So...
1: Kids, shut
0: up. Interruption from special guest Cade entering for the most entertaining Kids. question. Cade Armstrong, please state your name and your year as an MSU student. What's your major? Uh, my name is Cade Armstrong. I'm a senior, and my major is geography. Nice, nice. Cade, mm-hmm. perfect time to come. This is the most entertaining question. So there's a new AI bot around. Everybody knows. ChatGPT. My question is, what's the weirdest or most entertaining thing you've used ChatGPT for? Me, personally, I use ChatGPT to help me uh, make bets on the LA Clippers versus the Suns uh, because of Kawhi Leonard and Russell Westbrook's average stats during their playoff run. And uh, ChatGPT, I just ask it one singular question and it can get all the stats in a matter of seconds. Has it been working? Uh, yes and no. I'd say a lot. A lot of it 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 helps, but my own uh, my own gambling voice in my head probably is the reason why it doesn't work as well.
2: If you just directly, if follow- I were to
0: purely go off of ChatGPT stats, I don't think it would help that much. But because yeah. a lot, because ChatGPT is also behind two or three years, they can't do information that's past like twenty twenty or. Is that real? Yeah, no, that's a thing. You can't ask it current information. So it's not...
2: Well, but Regardless,
0: it- though, it can still give you good information. So it was just, it was like, I wanted to know Russell Westbrook's, like, average steals in the playoffs. And it's, like, 1.8, which is pretty good. So it's considered that every single game he's going to at least get one steal.
1: It is a very interesting device. You know, the whole idea of artificial intelligence and machine learning is both terrifying and empowering. I think terrifying in the sense that there is untold consequences for what this kind of power, this digital prowess can mean for society and humanity as a whole. But at the same time, if harnessed correctly, it can be used for good. Alex. What
0: good have you used it for, Mr. Crow?
1: Well, I've used it to recommend literature based on some of my interests. <laughs> sometimes I'll ask it questions about wine, cigars, and yachts, mostly yachts. And then sometimes I'll have it recommend other things such as songs, movies, you know, just media. It's it's crazy, man.
0: Yeah, uh, we're gonna take a pause from that, and we're gonna get our special guest Kate Armstrong to get his opinion. What have you used Chat GPT? Yes, Kate. please,
1: please delight us with your take. It
0: to get an outline of an MLP
4: a neural network for your class. So,
0: could you explain to the yeah. to myself and other people that don't know what that is? Mm, yes, it's a neural
4: network, so you get like an input. <laughs> it's like two or three different variables, and then it splits it up. And it combines all of those into like different nodes. And you got like an activation function from that node and you get your output, which could be like four or five different values depending on your data set. And yeah. That's very interesting. I have never personally.
0: What would you use that for, Kate?
4: Um, the project that I have right now is predicting what different cells based on different proteins and RNA
1: so you're essentially generating an algorithm using machine learning. To predict,
4: yes. Oh, well. A cell.
1: Demand forecasting. To predict a cell? Yeah. How it would colleges. form based no. off a number why, of variables?
4: I'm that class? It's for my major. Or for my minor. What's your science. mind? Okay. CMS so sounds pretty more. interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it should help me in geography later on, but.
2: You still want to be a weatherman? Yeah.
4: Okay. I think it's can, a
0: little bit different than a weatherman, you can, but yeah. You can use like neural networks and uh, MOP
4: for it. It's just they've probably developed so many more sophisticated Name, models, yeah. models for it. Mm, didactic methods. Yes,
2: precisely. Chat. We used uh, ChatGBT to tell us where we were going to go for breakfast
0: one morning. In East Lansing?
2: No, in Toronto.
0: Oh, in Toronto. What yeah. did it recommend?
2: <clears throat> Expectation, the place we went.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's,
2: it's pretty a, good.
0: Very fastidious
2: of you. Yeah. Well, it was bright. It was Bryce Rich, the uh, the guest to his left, who did it. it. Okay. Just just for reference, like we
0: have neural networks, recommendations on where to go for breakfast, and recommendations of what literature to read, as well as bets, bets, bets. Yeah, we Bats. also got sports betting. So,
2: sometimes I just talk to it. I, just, I also
0: I've you know. I've tried to get Chappie Ch- GPT to become sentient or ask its <laughs> own personal feelings. <laughs> and you have to like change the way you ask it to actually get it to answer because it won't ask certain questions.
1: It's almost as if artificial intelligence is truly derivative of man himself.
0: Yeah. Derivative? Yeah. You mean it comes from man? Well, that would make sense since someone has to make it. Yes, yes. Yeah. What about you, Joel? Have you ever used yet GPT for your own pleasure, um, work, no, studies?
3: Kind of. I, I, uh, I've used it a couple of times to make a reference code for, for me to base some of my own projects off of in my field. Other than that, though, I mean, just asking it interesting questions, um, it can do. Calculations very fast, which is very, very impressive. Um, but at the end of the day, it is only a chat bot, and there's a lot you can go from. I mean, we're only talking about chat GPT. It's, it's chat. That's what it does is it, it takes the math in. It can do the stats for the bets. Mm-hmm. It knows the literature that you're talking about. It can do the calculations for the algorithm that you're talking about, and it has reference for the geography and the <coughs> reviews for the, for the, uh, the restaurants. With uh, with there's just so much more that this can evolve into, though. I mean, you have certain ones that, that generate imagery, and then you also have sound ones that generate yeah. like, like deep cover and deep fake voices. For, I, like
2: those, I like those ones. Oh, have they can be have really you watched fine. the uh, the president's but, play? Yeah, yeah so, I mean,
0: this can
3: be any sort
0: of AI bot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Chat is just one that's the most commonly known. I love those TikToks of the presidents just yelling at each other, yeah. Trying me to play too. Minecraft. Yeah. Right. For reference, there's there's multiple TikToks, clips, Instagram clips of presidents doing very mundane things.
2: Typically, Obama. Trump, Typically, Obama,
0: Biden. Trump, and Biden.
2: Yeah.
0: Either it tends to usually be playing a certain type of video game and then yelling at each other using the lingo something in that they, video they game. They never
2: do ever
0: something that they never do ever, but because the deepfake is so good, it sounds just like it yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. I, I
2: love it. I like the Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombies one because that's one of the best zombies of Call of Duty. Yeah. And it, we were, we've were we been recently playing it, so uh-huh. I like to follow along with them. They just finished. They had a season premiere, bro. It's crazy. I wonder at what point do these start a becoming like full-on or what? Like shows or season finale. Mm. Like what At what point can these become full-on shows, these AI-generated stuff? Will we end a up whole making show? movies? Yeah.
0: I could talk about it. Not to, well, I mean, the possibilities are almost endless. They're already making songs. I think I think almost yeah. a harder or more difficult question is wh- what an AI bot can't do.
2: Mm, yes. It can't love.
0: Can't love.
3: You talk about human emotion all day, but at but the if, end of the day. If
0: you were to break love into an algorithm of uh, a matter of care, affection. Yeah. I guarantee you eventually it could.
2: What, what even is consciousness, you know? No. Is it real or is it just like a whole bunch of programmed dude, I like you reactions? That that can it can do love.
0: And can do love? It might be nice. Well, A friend, a companion.
1: I don't think there's any true replication of human emotion or human desire, pain. Yes, the
0: literature man you are.
1: I don't think anything can replicate Very intellectual. my human experience. My human emotions, my
4: natural animosity.
2: You, you could have been like an English major. Well, I I sure they made
4: like an AI-generated thing to just punch you in your face sometimes. Whoa, hostile. Just <laughs> no, keep it civil,
0: please. Please keep it civil. Damn well, you! This is a, this is a collegiate <laughs> podcast.
1: Well, uh, I mean, we are just young men of higher learning, and opulence, and class in academia. I would consider myself an academic. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm.
2: Mm.
4: Let me rephrase what I said 15 seconds ago.
0: What did you say 15 seconds ago? No, they
4: needed AI bot to punch him in the face.
0: (laughs) To punch Crow in the face? Yeah. That would be nice. (laughs) Slap some
3: sense into him. Yeah. Maybe
0: start acting like himself, (laughs) because we like genuine people on this podcast. (laughs) I am a genuine person. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
3: Give me one quote
0: from Lord of the Flies. <laughs> it could be your favorite quote. It could be the most stupidest thing. What's your favorite part of that book so far? I like how they what? Went swimming at the beach.
1: Oh, that happens in the first what? Three chapters?
0: chapters so you've read the first three
1: chapters <laughs> and you
2: stopped. You like little boys going swimming at the beach?
1: No, wow, I did This reminds me of my time when I was just a mere boy, a mere lad. A mere lad. lad Going down for a a swim. Reminds me of younger times of innocence, carelessness, foolishness, tomfoolery, shenanigans, hijinks.
3: And do you remember when when the book took a graphic turn? Could you tell me about when when the civilization started to break down?
1: Well, I'd like for this to be more of a podcast and less of a reading quiz. Sorry,
3: that's my. I just expected a well, re- well-read man such as yourself to be able to. We, if we, if we'd or... like it to return to the podcast, well, like, uh...
4: you know who you remind me of from that book,
3: hmm.
4: Piggy.
0: <laughs> who is Piggy? I actually never read um, Lord was... of the Flies. I always shmooped I it in EDC high school.
4: Says Piggy
2: remains an outsider. Or it was a
0: summer reading, the novel. and then I just read the summary of it.
2: Was he killed? Yeah, I yeah he was every, cool. every book we read in high school, I, I didn't read. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not everyone. I think there was some that I did. But at Sparrow notes, notes, was... Fine. I think it was like by the first ten chapters, if I didn't like it, no way I, was I reading it. Piggy
4: wears glasses, is fat, and has asthma, and
3: is a bit lazy. Mm. Mm. Some physical traits that I may add up there, too.
2: <laughs> a bit perfunctory,
1: but... Mm. I don't necessarily see the resemblance. Is there a
2: pretentious character who is actually an idiot who tries (laughs) to act smart? Is that a character?
4: (laughs) No, I think that's called Mr. Crow. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Crow. Okay, let's 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 bring it back to to let's bring it back to ChatGPT,
0: media, and society. You know, old sort of physical copies of books, newspapers, things that uh, you would read as a physical copy that now seem to be more. Online. The Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, that's not Forbes. my favorite source of media, but... Well, Geography, you have a bunch of maps that are
4: now transitioned online. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Geography and they books. used to be... And they used to... Well, like the MSU Library they have like a big map department.
2: They could be a lot more intuitive now, right? They have yeah. a map
4: department in the MSU so, yeah, Library. It's on the, it's, I think it's the east side. Just, just purely maps, like all sorts all of maps. maps? And they have like someone that goes in there and just take pictures and like logs and maps for online. A cartographer. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it,
0: sure. Doesn't a cartographer make maps? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Organizes them, but, but yeah. yeah. Cartography yeah. and the digital know They're, they're all becoming
4: digital, versus like back in like the photocopied ones Now you can click on different pixels and cells and figure out different values that are leaving you. Who was your favorite cartographer? Mine was possibly Charles Darwin.
1: Here's a cartographer. You know, he was he, one of his. He he was, not a, he was a sailor and explorer.
0: Was I mean, Charles Darwin? Do a
2: uh, were Lewis and Clark cartographers? They were. They were. Mm-hmm. Oh those yeah, my favorite.
3: Yeah, Charles Darwin might have made a couple maps. You never know. What does it really? What does it really matter? If you, you know, oh, how do you get the uh, class of cartographer? Do You just got to go make a map. Hmm. I don't know. Shortly after graduating
0: from Cambridge, he got a job as a naturalist on the ship HMS Beagle, which was about to start on a scientific cartographic survey of South American coasts. So Charles Darwin was a cartographer. Well-read
2: man. I am a fan. Well-read,
0: well-read, Mr. Crow.
2: I'm a fan of his work, yes, he does. Do you agree with some of his later... Theories. Such as social Darwinism? Yeah, such as
4: social Darwinism. Uh, was that natural selection? We'll I believe, I believe it, there is we'll some natural selection. Oh.
1: Oh. Some things are acts of God and out of the hands of humanity, but I do believe that to some extent there is a survival of the fittest within society. I myself have had several close calls, such as my leg injury. My stupidity in that moment was what led to me nearly dying.
4: Mm-hmm your brain on your fall, too?
1: <laughs> well, my buddy was picking on my teeth, so I probably...
0: Wait, do you have fake teeth?
1: Yeah, I've chipped the front, too, like, five times. Really? So one time I wanted to look cool in high school gym class, so I did a behind-the-back hit with a tennis racket and
0: it flew up into my face. The so tennis ball or the <laughs> racket? The the racket. How would the racket hit your face if you're going behind the back? Yeah, I'll demonstrate. I'm like this, and I'm up oh, already. so it slipped out of your hand and launched into your face.
1: Yeah, precisely. Uh, it's hard to give the audience a
0: proper autopsy. Autopsy or an. Ant- Imagine someone doing it <laughs> behind the back with a a racket of sorts, and then them letting go of it and it flying back to hit them in the face.
1: Yes, yeah, so I went back to the locker room with a very a very morbid picture.
0: Do you have that on CCTV?
1: I do not have that on CCTV, okay. um, watch that. there is no anatomical diagram to display over the situation, but I was without a front tooth, I went to the office and promptly called my parents, told them my situation. Did you cry? I didn't cry, Hello, I actually thought it was quite funny quite hilarious.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Why well, were you crying? We're doing a podcast right now, if you like we're to joined, join in. We're just chucking around. We're just chucking around. <laughs> like, That's such a know? great line. Jolo's going to get some of it. He
2: came up with yeah, it? Yeah.
0: Fuck.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, crow, 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 crow. in 10 years, when chucking around becomes a thing, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay him. Whoa, what's it called? Royalty. Royalties. I'm going to have to pay him royalties well, for coming up and chucking around.
1: Credit is given when credit is due. I myself, have
0: considered myself a except, podcaster. Except you didn't fill out the copyrights like I did for this podcast, so. Oh, this is copyrighted? Oh. Oh.
1: I oh, think, awkward. awkward. I think you should talk to my lawyers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mr. DeVar. I
1: will, I will see you in court and... Until then, I will give you a cease and desist, and then that is done as well as your agreement. That's
0: fair. Honestly, that was, like, my best lead-up question. The rest I got is, like... Anyone excited for recent video games? The reason I picked this question is because uh, Jedi... Zelda movie. I mean, Jedi Survivor I mean, came out today.
2: No, the Zelda one. That's the Zelda
0: one? The, the Breath of the Wild sequel?
2: Yeah, yeah I'm going to take my little brother's... Switch them. Really?
0: Push. Yeah. Dude, I never have played a Zelda it is, game. It is. And I, yeah. Zelda was my shit. I, I loved it. I I'm don't a don't games like and interactive media major, and everybody like in the major, stuff. everybody in the major has at least played it and knows was about huge, Zelda. I was a big
2: Zelda nerd. Was, I was very undercover about it, though. It was like really? Yeah.
0: I mean, I get it. It I looks like, cool, especially the Breath of the Wild stuff. Like, that looks fun. I just, No, you know, before uh, then,
2: there was all yeah. this, like, story, there's all this dark stuff in it. I have this book, it's called The Hyrule Historian. I knew all the history of the game.
0: Mm. I, yeah, I know very minimal based off my classes, what? but I've never played them.
4: What, what did that come out for What? Zelda? Um. Whatever, yeah, whatever. 64.
0: Oh, I think it was before the 64.
2: No, before that. GameCube, yeah, whatever the first one was.
0: First Zelda game ever.
2: Yeah. Oh, a boy. GameCube, GameCube was occurring at the time though. That's when it like that's considered like the.
0: the Legend game. of Zelda, 1987, yeah. was released first in, in the series. Though most of the games released since, it's like a Genesis movie.
2: No, it's Nintendo. Oh,
4: it is. Oh, yeah.
2: It's which whatever the first Mario was released. on Zelda was released somewhere too.
0: Famcom Disk oh. System. Wait what? Famcom disc system.
4: Let me look up like the ROMs for it online.
2: I and mean, you have like Zelda, Zelda 2, then you have like Link's Awakening, Link to the Past. There's all there's like three time there's all these timelines It's very it's very interesting stuff. Very high level. What all is a Famcom disc system? Yeah. An intellectual man like Crow would uh, enjoy such a sophisticated... Oh, um, but as a Have boy, you guys ever seen those
0: videos on YouTube where it's like lore of a video game they're like an hour and a half longer? Oh, yeah. so I've Who watched knows? a few of those. You
2: know what I've watched a lot on? I was also kind of a nerd with uh, World of Warcraft.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, World like of Warcraft details? has one of the best stories.
2: Yeah. Did you watch the videos? Yes. I feel like we've talked about them.
0: Gul'dan. Goul- yeah, yeah. Um, Garrosh.
4: Yeah, Hellscream. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You yeah. know it was NES in the cartridge format. Yeah. I
2: think the best video yeah. game of all
4: time is Grand Theft Auto Five.
2: You see, you're a big fan for GTA 6 I'm in Lincoln,
4: some screenshots. Would you like to yeah. elaborate on
0: what makes that game so fun? To well, you personally, sense? what do you do in the game that is so enjoyable? You can do like? so many things. Like I,
1: particularly myself, I got tired of living in the cities so I packed up all my things and I moved out to the country where I have off offer of vehicles, and I hang out and do country boy things. But on the other hand, when I'm in a more opulent mood, I can go down to my penthouse apartment in the city and play a round of golf and go to a nice bar.
2: A nice bar. Yes. Interesting. I wonder which bar it <laughs> could be referring
1: to. Yeah. Yes, well, it's a really cool game because it
0: kind of simulates society. There's a entirely functional... You think it simulates society yes that's a very interesting viewpoint because uh, people think that it it emulates society but it doesn't uh, I think reflect it. it thinks it reflects it in a very violent I
1: think the perfect word of what it does to society it parodies society the whole city of Los Santos is just a parody of la
0: that's why uh, some media and parents think that the game is too violent is because it's You know, normal actions in a game when you're shooting an alien versus a human, you know, it's not as bad. But when you take place in a real-world place with almost realistic people with normal lives, I think it tends to make the violence in the game much more dramatic. Yeah, my
1: mom didn't let me play for a long time. I had to get it at my dad's house.
0: Classic. Yeah. Classic. That's how you get hooked though is when it's something you can't have. Oh I know. And then Maybe once you, you get it, get it so you want more it more. Yeah, you want it so much more. I, I wanted so much more. The first video
4: game I got into was like shooter game was Halo Reach.
0: Um, Halo Reach, yeah.
4: You had Forge as well.
0: Forge and halo oh my god well there's so, so much you can tried. do with that oh my god i remember like when i was a when my brother let me hang out with him i always was like fingers crossed hoping they would play like halo custom matches <laughs> yeah and then i could actually compete with them <laughs> they were so fun Did
1: you guys uh were you guys able to get halo 2 on your school computers Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god. I do, got the original Halo. How'd you do that? Not the, the Halo, Halo Two. Like someone had it on a flash drive and they downloaded it. I remember it spread around the school so quick. Every, every time
1: um, every time we were in a computer lab, it was just immediate Halo lobby. <laughs> snipers and shotguns. Oh dude,
0: my astronomy class, I literally a kid would be taking a test, I'd go up to him, I'd be like, Turn it in, like we're playing Halo right now. <laughs> Like, we, we, we need one more for two-on-twos. Oh, so it took, like, a local? So yeah, like, we go off the LAN, Wi-Fi yeah. and then play each other while That's we were cool. supposed to be studying.
3: or. You know. yeah. yeah. You know, study halls, just everybody playing Halo.
1: I miss it, honestly. I remember when we had, like, the entire class on it. We had, like, a 15 versus 15 lobby. It was going crazy.
4: Mm. It was like, crazy.
1: Do you think there'll ever be a game that lives up to the cultural impact that Minecraft has had? I think Fortnite came kind of
3: close. Fortnite is yeah, Fortnite probably
0: surpassed it.
2: Uh, Just with media coverage, maybe. But Minecraft is media coverage and
0: uh, ultimately changing what games do to make money. Like every every game now has a battle pass, skins that you can buy. Like it. I'd say items. Minecraft changed the culture more as much as, like, it memes, griefing, you know. I mean, after Minecraft, there's a creeper, like, hero Brine. It seems like every
1: game had to be an open world sandbox after yeah. Minecraft. Like what?
2: Well, there was the, uh, the Disney thing that they put out. Oh, yeah, remember? yeah. No,
0: I do remember that. Terraria came out. Terraria. Terraria. Some people like Terraria. I, and I think Minecraft.
2: that we're just in the Fortnite phase and that media around video games has grown. So, like
4: I'm I'd say
0: Fortnite scary. is the best <laughs> example of a a game like Minecraft. You want, you want to
2: yeah. you want to know what's changed everything though, in media, hmm. the death of Harambe.
1: Oh yeah. Everything was different after him. It was I, like, agree. I agree. culture. Yep. Nothing more serious. Everything yeah. became entirely satirical.
2: Everything like before then, you had all those rage comics, whatever. After that it was just nobody was everyone was making fun of everything you know deaths weren't off limits there was nothing it was just a wild west Yeah. and that's why we are where we are today
1: and then it broke down in the surrealist era of memes
0: yeah no it's uh you're much more I'm detached from your uh, your media advice and you're not actually representing yourself or if you're in a mob, like mob mentality the mob but, mentality uh, yeah I'm
2: circling behind a real lead, world event leading
0: off that PlayStation released all accounts chats with each other. So all in-game chats, all personal messages. PlayStation yeah. announced they are going to release every account to the public. Oh, yeah. Now Xbox hasn't done that yet, well, and I God know X- most. Thank God Xbox hasn't done. That. I know Xbox hasn't done that, but. Uh,
2: they do, that. Yeah. do you they're think
0: good. it's a legitimate reason maybe for either hiring in a company if they bring up your PlayStation Xbox. or Xbox no, and bro, Game I Chat? Mean like, Is that a reasonable two
2: thousand twelve? You're you're sixteen. You're sixteen, it's whatever. You know? What if you're forty? <laughs> and you're forty, maybe and you're shit talking kids on huh? if you're a lounge type man yeah, maybe different uh, I, I, I gotta
0: have back for dinner too. No, you're good. Alright, see you, Max. Right, see you
2: later.
0: Come to the house later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, we're at like 15 I'll go minutes, on the road. So. I'll
4: come back too. <laughs> I oh, <laughs> come, okay, we'll
0: come back and drink. I mean, might as well make it to an hour now. Oh, wow.
4: Okay, Time really flies right when you're having fun.
0: I know, this did turn into like a little bit of an event. Uh, yeah, I mean, the last topic I had lined up was uh, what jerseys are the best marketed?
4: Hmm. Mm, well, mm, or yes. what jerseys
0: do you guys like the look of? What jerseys do you feel like everybody wears? Obviously, basketball jerseys
4: just seem like everybody has. Well,
0: basketball? Yeah. Yes. I feel like it's the most appropriate jersey to wear as casual clothing. Well, it's really cool it when you would go to like, baseball uh, jerseys
4: I, too. I would disagree that basketball is the
1: most appropriate. I would casual say, clothing? I would say baseball. I would say baseball. Baseball is Mm -hmm. because like you can wear them normally as just a normal shirt, but like as a basketball like jersey,
3: like you're gonna be like in a
0: cutoff if you just
3: wear the jersey. Um,
0: That's fair. I'd say they're similar though, where you're always like wearing it over something. Yeah, I guess it's fair. I mean, literally as this commercial plays, there's a chick wearing a fake baseball jersey. So I guess I guess that makes sense.
1: Casual in nature. If I'm you know posted up at a bar patio in 80 degree weather. Consider a baseball jersey, but if I'm at a music festival and I'm sweating and I'm moving around with a lot of people, I think basketball jersey is more appropriate.
4: What would you wear the hockey jersey?
1: Hockey jersey? That's a good winter one, especially over a hoodie, Same with football. Those jerseys, I think, are really best uh, best worn with something under like them. A like a sweatshirt or something? Like a sweatshirt or a hoodie. I think it really kind of best accentuates the more colder nature of uh, hockey and football
3: seasons. They're also just bigger in general. Like when you buy them, they're going to be oversized, so you have to wear them, you know, over something. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But you know, I think the marketing behind it though is also interesting. I mean, it's obviously where a lot of the like money is generated for a lot of franchises. I mean, not a lot of the money; it's probably a decent percentage though. It's right. through jersey sales, how they market it to people, how they market their players. Right. You
1: know, the Yankees will always sell more jerseys than the Lugnuts.
4: <laughs> well, well, the Lugnuts are not an MLB team.
0: I think you should relate the Yankees to some other MLB team versus the Lansing Lugnuts, which obviously are I never would gonna. more
4: relate the Yankees to like the Golden State Warriors in basketball. Everybody's yeah. just buying jerseys. Well, the Yankees are so historic; yeah. they go yeah. back hundreds of years.
3: Big teams.
0: I'd I mean, say the Lakers are more like the Yankees, basketball yeah. wise. Yeah, yeah that's the Lakers have had it's it's just like, like, like history and no, like always dominating. And, yeah, the Bulls, yeah. But I'd yeah, say Golden. Hard. I don't know. What's an up-and-coming baseball team that's just... What What team does fucking Trout play on? The, the Angels. Angels. They've the always been pretty mainstream, though, too. Yeah. The Angels might be more similar to... Like, but so, I see way they, they more Astros jerseys than I used to. They don't shot, don't they have the number one pitcher, too? Or the guy who... They, they, they got, got, got
4: Shohei. Yeah. He's yeah. like... Uh-huh. He's, like, the best player in baseball now. but
3: Yeah, but it's still, like, like you always have those, like, big teams that have always been kind of historic. Like, like you get, like, the Yankees are, like, an all-time team, so they'll sell a lot of jerseys because they've always been good. Yeah, the Giants, I'd say, yeah, they're pretty decent, but, like, I would say I'd relate more to the Dodgers. Like the Dodgers are going to sell more jerseys than probably the rest of the California teams. Yeah, I mean they're like the most oh, mainstream yeah. Yeah. team, I think, because it's like it's similar. Like they they're an originator of the league as well as like the Yankees are, you know. And then you got the Cubs in Chicago sell so a lot. Of the White were Sox. They
4: the Brooklyn Dodgers in the '60s. Brooklyn, I think they, they were. They were. Dude, I feel like
3: not only West every West. single sport, so
0: many teams have changed locations city wise. Ooh. I feel like it's not just a basketball thing because that's what I watch and that's what I notice it mostly. In Green Bay, you can't put even in hockey. Team. yeah, In even Green like Bay. Sports team
4: in Green Bay because no one would go to that.
0: It's just like no, it's you know. football. Green Bay is like the the most abnormal situation there is. It's like the yeah. smallest market. <laughs> the smallest market, but people still go. Historic, team. Yeah. It's historic
3: team. It's a historic team. They got historic. fans
0: all over the country. Yeah. yeah, One of them was just in here with us.
3: Yeah, he's from New York.
0: Yeah, and they have two teams to select yeah. from now. And he right. still chooses Green Bay. It's very wild. Very, very wild.
1: This has been awesome. I know. think uh, we should do this
0: more often. I know, right? Very chill. Kind of eased into it. Didn't even really feel like an assignment by the end of it.
1: Well, at the end of the day, knowledge is power and power is priceless. The price we pay for all of our salvation. Jesus,
0: Yeah, of where's, course.
4: Where's course. Huh?
0: I know, right? <laughs> well, you know, the remaining people here, Andrew Crowell, Joey Lopez, and Kate, our special guest, Kate Armstrong.
3: Come on, Chuck, you should know. we play the music for the outro?
0: Oh, I'm playing it. This is, uh, This is Chucking Around, and uh, I'm about to sign
1: off. Alright, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. And turn on post
0: notifications.
4: Don't forget to check out our other videos.
0: This is Chucking Around, and I'm your host, Chuck. See you later.